بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد عن عبد الله بن عمرو بن العاص رضي الله تعالى عنهما قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ان المقصدين عند الله على منابر من نور الذين يعدلون في حكمهم واهلهم وما ولوا رواه مسلم to continue the hadith to complete it that we began the discussion Abu Huraira radiyallahu ta'ala anhu narrates from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the Nabi Apaq sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that there are seven categories of people Allah ta'ala will give them shade underneath his arsh on a day when there will be no shade besides the shade of Allah's arsh as we mentioned previously ulama have enumerated up to 20 different categories in other ahadith the seven that were highlighted in this particular hadith the first five we discussed yesterday in little bit of detail because this hadith passed in the previous chapter this is why we are not going too much into detail in it the first category nabi sallam said was the just ruler the second that youngster who grew up in the worship of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the third is that person whose heart is attached to the masjid the fourth category the two people that meet one another for the sake of allah for the love of they meet one another on the basis of the love of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come together on this and separate on this the fifth category that person whom a woman of beauty and social status invites towards haram towards the disobedience of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala towards zina faqala inni akhafu allah he resists the temptation and he says that verily i fear allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the sixth category nabi pak sallallahu mentioned is a person who gives sadaqa tasaddaqa bi sadaqatin but he gives it in such a manner that his left hand does not know what is being spent by the right hand this is obviously an analogy to indicate the extreme sincerity with which the charity is given given solely for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without pursuing what we call name and fame to be known as a generous person a little bit of clarity is required here there are certain instances where there is no harm in making public your gestures of charity ulama ikram mentioned that if a person gives charity in a manner where he makes it known purely with the intention that it encourages others also to spend number 1 number 2 there is absolutely no possibility of riyakari of showing off then in that instance it will be okay if a person makes it known what charity he is giving but generally when it comes to charity what is matloob and desired in shariat that this must be a raz a secret between you and allah you are giving only for allah's sake you find that lot of places person gives something then they want a plaque to be put up they want uh, he wanted to be made publicly known that so and so is a generous person this is something we have to be very very careful about allah taala ana aghna ash-shuraka yani ash-shirk allah says that when it comes to partnership with me 
I am the most independent of all partners. If you ascribe a partner to me, then I will hand you over to that partner. In other words, we cannot expect any return or reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if there is even a shaiba. By shaiba we mean even a hint of riyakari or we are trying to impress somebody else besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So beautifully, Nabi Pak gives us this analogy, a man who gives sadaqah and charity in such a manner that he conceals it, conceals it so that his left hand doesn't know what his right hand is doing. The last category mentioned in this particular hadith, وَرَجُلٌ ذَكَرَ اللَّهَ خَالِيًا فَفَاضَتْ عَيْنَا The dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to remember Allah ta'ala, is a very, very great and meritorious act. And it is something that is very, very important, that we should be pabund with our zikr. Taking out time, devoting time for the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Aside from the multitudes of benefits, one very great benefit of zikr, if it is done correctly, is that it has this effect of what we call cleansing. It cleanses the person inside. The whole day when you are out in public, you are exposed to things you are not supposed to be looking at. You are exposed to actions that you are not supposed to be doing. So all that has an effect on the heart. It collects mel, collects filth. It hardens the heart. So how do we cleanse? How do we soften this heart? How do we create that capacity in the heart that the connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there? Very, very effective in this is to be pabund on our zikr. Brothers who are going out in jamaat daily to take out time. This is part of the advices that are extremely stressed upon by our kabirin, by our elders. To such an extent, his very famous malfuz is there. That if a man is giving time in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he is not pabant, he is not regular with his zikr and ilm, acquiring knowledge of deen, zikr and ilm, then he says that this person is actually wasting his time. So this inner spiritual reformation development is extremely important and an effective means to achieve that is to be regular with our dhikr then when it comes to dhikr there is one higher form or more effective means of making the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to strive and endeavor to get to take out some solitary time. And this is what is inferred to in this hadith. Nabi Salaam said, Khaliyan. Khaliyan means when you are alone. Very effective is in the dead of night. Take out some time daily. Give some section of your night. Give some section of your solitary time to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a sign of the true love that you have for Allah. Mafum of the Athar Ibn Rajab Hambali Rahimullah mentions Kadaba Manid Da'a Mahabbati Faida Jannahul Lail Nama Anni. Allah Ta'ala says that the one who says that he loves Allah and the night drops its curtain and he sleeps the whole night, he doesn't take out any time from the night for him and Allah. Allah says he is a liar in his claim that he loves Allah. Alaysa kullu habibin yuhibbu khalwata habibihi. Does not every lover desire that there should be khalwat, some solitary time when it is only him and his beloved.
So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam draws an analogy in this hadith. He says a man is totally alone, khaliya. He is in a solitary space. At that time, he remembers Allah. And he remembers Allah in such a way, فَفَاذَدْ aina. His eyes brim over with tears. When this happens, Allah's Rasul says, this is one of the seven categories of people who will be given shade underneath the arsh of Allah, when there is no other shade besides the shade of Allah's arsh. So, this is something that is very, very important. Take out solitary time daily with complete devotion to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ulama say, as much jalwat as there is there, as much as you are exposed to the outside world, utna hi khalwat hona chahi. To cleanse the effect, the negative effect of the outside environment, you need khalwat, you need solitary time, when it is only you and Allah. So daily take out time. Daily take out time for tilawat of Qur'an. Daily take out time for zikr. Daily take out time for your nawafil. And attempt to reserve some space, some time in the day or the night where it is only you and Allah. Where with complete devotion and attention, where in khalwat, when you are alone, to engage yourself in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The hadith which we mentioned or we read out in the beginning, Abdullah bin Amr bin As radiallahu ta'ala narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِنَّ الْمُقْسِطِينَ عِنَّ اللَّهِ Verily, those who disseminate justice, muqsit, those who are just, who do not oppress, who have what we call adal and justice in them. On, before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is on the day of judgment, ala manabira min nur, Allah ta'ala will bless them, they will be on members, on pulpits of light. Who are these people? Obviously, first understand this analogy. On the day of judgment, everybody will be running helter-skelter. People, it will be an alam of khawf and fear. Certain people will be elevated. Not just elevated, elevated in such a manner that the rest of the people will have rush, envy for them. They will be on members, high, high positions of noor and light. So obviously... Allah Ta'ala has elevated them. What is the reason? Rasulullah Sallallahu says, these are those who ya'adilun, they adopted justice, adal, in their rulings, in their mannerisms, in their houses also, with their families. They were just. In other words, they remained within the bounds of shariat. They did not oppress anyone. And anyone else that was attached to them. So one is a ruler over his populace. Other is a father in his home, a mother in her home. Everyone that has anyone, any subordinate attached to him. If that individual will disseminate justice at all times. Justice between himself and the shariat. Justice between himself and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Justice between himself and all those he comes into contact with. He remains within the bounds of shariat. Then Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa says that such people will be given members or pulpits of noor on the day of judgment. Allah will elevate them. So a Muslim is someone 
a respected brothers, at all times there will be disputes, there will be arguments, there will be problems that we face. Make sure that we do not fall on the side of those who disseminate, on, on, on those who are zalim, who are oppressors. Ensure that we remain within adal, within justice at all times. Don't let the color of someone, our relationship with someone, our friendship with someone, cause us to side with the one who is oppressing. This is something we have to be very, very careful about. Like your stuff, one.